Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Obviously, you've created your own formula. How do you protect it from somebody who's saying like, oh, I can do the same thing. Is it is it something that you try to patent or it, how does that work? It, it is patent. Nobody, nobody can, boy, you know? Yeah, that, I'm telling you, I got the business right before I got playing. the business right. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. 5-0-4 <laughs> 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 Out the trenches, baby. It took a while, lot to get here. Y'all ain't about to come take it from me. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. Money. It comes with a lot of questions, and Fidelity can help you get answers. Visit fidelity.com slash blackwealth to learn more. All right, guys. Welcome back. EYL. Yeah. Back home after traveling around the world. <laughs> um, and this is something that we actually been looking forward to for a while. Dope episode. And we've covered um, the marijuana industry a few times. Indeed. Shout out to Al Harrington. Shout out to a few people that we've covered in this space. But this is something that's interesting. I just told them the only thing that I do smoke is hookah. Hookah. Shisha. Shisha, yeah. Shisha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I'm not sure who introduced this to us. Shisha? This interview. Oh. God. God did. <laughs> God did. <laughs> Perhaps. That's a fact. God did. So Black, uh, also known as Black Tatted, uh, he's killing it in New Orleans from New Orleans, and then it just spread all over the, the map yeah. and started a company called Black Smoke. So it's a black-owned uh, shisha shisha company, which is the that's the real name for hookah, right? Mm -hmm. Shisha. Yeah. So, um, but then he has the portable joints as well. It's interesting. I believe there's no tobacco. I know nicotine. No tobacco. No nicotine. Because that's what they always say. It's like smoking hookah is like smoking a hundred cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad for your lungs. Mm -hmm. So, um. And then, but he's killing it. So he just had, I think, two million dollar Black Friday. Yeah, two point seven, man. Congratulations! Thank you. Don't, don't discount this point seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he got he got a lot of rap artists that you know have endorsed the brand from Lil Wayne to Cardi B to Glorilla, Yo Gotti. The list goes on. So this is gonna be a dope conversation. We're gonna talk about you know how he got into the industry, how he was able to scale a brand, marketing, social media, and all that stuff. But first and foremost, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. It's an honor. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. 504. Yes, yeah. The, governor, the governor's uh, here, baby. too. Shout out to the governor. Larry Marr was <laughs> yeah, in the building. Larry is in the <laughs> When's your episode coming? Shout out to the treehouse. <laughs> Live from the treehouse. Shout out to the treehouse baddies. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into this. So how do you get into producing hookah? sticks like how does that even happen because i've never really even thought about that being a business yeah just like yourself like me i love hookah you know that that's just something i love to do but i never smoke marijuana i never uh smoke cigarettes and nothing like that but just the realization of understanding that me smoking hookah it's just like smoking a pack of cigarettes so i just wanted to figure out a way to how, how to eliminate the effects of something like nicotine tobacco if i'm choosing not to smoke that but still be able to enjoy hookah the way that i do because it's something i love i didn't want to give, give up so I pretty much needed a healthier alternative. And that's like where it all started from. So I knew in order to smoke hookah, like when you go on a diet, right? The first thing we'll say is like fruits or vegetables. That's what we consider healthy. I know vegetables, it wasn't even an option for hookah because nobody wants to smoke no goddamn <laughs> lettuce, you know? So I knew fruit was an option because first of all, fruit is already incorporated in hookah. You go to a hookah spots and you you could get shisha inside of a pineapple head, a grapefruit, you know, stuff like that. So that's what a- Mint flavor. Exactly. And that's what a, the initiative of it all started from. So I knew it had to be a way to create. So it's a hundred percent fruit uh, produced hookah. So you got a vision, right? You love hookah, but most mm -hmm. people can't turn the things that they love into actual business. So at what point, right? Did you have an entrepreneurial background or like, how did you figure out, let me create this business plan to turn this passion of something I love to do into something that could be profitable? Yeah, so that's, that's what's crazy. Uh, I always use my personality and my influence on, influence on social media. And I used to do, just be myself, show my personality, be funny sometimes and stuff like that. And it deemed me some kind of way getting into the the world of becoming the promo king where everybody businesses from the, the smallest businesses to the biggest businesses. I'm talking about as far as WeTV, wanted me to use my personality and sell product. I, I used to think it was so normal, so natural to me but everybody else was like oh my god that worked do that could you do that for my business so i started promoting other people's businesses mm. and they started making more money than they ever made they, everybody was coming with testimonials like you made me more money this weekend than i made since i've been in business for two years three years and i was like oh, all right cool then i realized well god damn like i could do this for myself you know what i'm saying so that's when i really understood and like i had something i literally could do this for myself and i could become a ceo you know so how long ago did you start uh, it's almost two years ago. Two years. Yes, and it became a multi-million dollar business the first three months. So before this, what were you doing? I was literally on Instagram doing just, pro. Just being, yeah, uh, promo. making a lot of money, though. I don't, don't, don't speak on promo. You was an influencer. Yeah, I was an influencer, but before but I- you, you was an artist at one point, right? That's what's crazy. I played around with, with a song, you know. Uh, New Orleans is known for our, our culture. We we dip, you know what I'm saying? We we vibe. So it's a dip. So they called me, they deemed me the the dip king. I seem like they always be deeming me something. Promo king, <laughs> the dip, dip king. king, you know what I'm saying? That's a move? King of Orange Leash. I, I like that shit. I know crazy. it is. That's all, <laughs> I know it is. No, <laughs> I know that. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> But uh, before the uh, Instagram stuff, I used to work offshore. Like, that was my gig. That's kind of how Instagram kicked off for me because I was offshore on that boat. So boat. offshore? Yeah, offshore. What's that? Like, you you in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico on on ships, on tugboats. I and, was doing that? Yeah, that's what I was doing. Wow. It's, that's how I got into Instagram because I was so bored. I was the only black guy on the boat, was, you know, Mr. Dave and people 63 years old and stuff like that. I'm a young I'm a young guy, so I'm like, y'all over there, I need y'all to connect with me and talk to me and make me feel like I'm at home. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't go to Treehouse in the middle of Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> you went to Treehouse in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, when I really think back, like, all those things, was it, it was a purpose. All those things, like, everything happened for a reason i truly believe that now because mm -hmm. you look back all these different elements of life it really what came full circle and got me doing what i'm doing today i feel like if i would never work off show i would never probably connect with the internet as much never had so much free time yeah. never put myself out there never had nothing else to do but to focus on that you know how, how far this is random how far out are y'all because uh, every time i see it i'm like yo how do they even get service out there like no <laughs> very 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 far out you know what i'm saying that's Shout out to all the all the dudes who's like losing their relationships and their wives and stuff. Shout like, out to what are y'all doing out there? Like fishing? So uh all the ships gotta like dock and like uh 
even when you see like uh coal and all that kind of stuff like that, that's where it's coming from. That's where it's importing from. So when the ships are so heavy and carrying all these barges and stuff like that, they can't dock themselves. So that goes us and the other ships and the tugboats, which are a little smaller, and you pushing the ships towards the dock. It's called like landing, uh uh turn for sea and things like that. Even when a ship is coming out of a dock, they can't turn themselves. So you gotta connect uh why you in line to them and pull a boat back and literally help them turn. So that's the kind of stuff you do out, out in the Gulf. <laughs> so boring. Interesting. So, all right. So you, so, so you get the idea to make hookah with fruits. Yes. As the, that's like the base. It's made a hundred percent fruit. All right. So it's made out of fruit. You get the idea for that. Mm -hmm. But how do you, what's the first steps to actually get the product produced? The first step is getting the product produced is literally, damn, you want me to tell you my recipe? <laughs> this is like Good Burger. No, I mean, as far as like, like, as far as like, what's those steps of actually like manufacturing? Like, okay, I'm going to get a hookah made in China and get it sent over. Like, I mean, so that that's the thing. That, that was the tricky part. That's what became the most complicated part for me because I couldn't just go and do something that the average person could do because I'm literally doing something in, that has never been done. Like it's something that I created. So it didn't have like the proper steps or the, the right supplier. I literally had to put this together. Like I literally had to find a supplier. I had to go through so many of them. Like people were saying, like suppliers were saying we, they couldn't do this because the vision that I had and the things I was saying to do is like, it sounds good, but you cannot put fruit juice and da -da -da in inside of a hookah pen and stuff like that. So that was the most complicated part of literally finding somebody that could believe in my vision. And we literally figured it out together because I didn't have all the answers, but I just had had a vision, but now nah, it have come come to life clearly. So, you, so you're building a team around it? Because I'm figuring like, yeah, you're building with fruit, but it takes some like expertise and to figure out how to make the right concoction to actually figure out, yo, we can smoke this. If not, this could go bad. Ex absolutely. So like, who are you? How'd you find the team or like, did you pitch the idea to people to say like, this is a vision I have? Like, how that, does that work? That's, that's literally what worked with the suppliers. I just had to be, that's why I went through so many. The people that really realized, okay, we could do this, if we use this and we keep the fruit from going bad and this have to be done and this could keep it healthy and stuff like that. So the suppliers actually helped me, you know, take my vision and bring it to life. So we kind of like worked together and created a formula that actually gave you black smoke. How, how cost intensive is it? Because if you're using fruit, right, if you make it's very costly, it's very costly. And then um, by being made a certain way, I, I couldn't even use like one supply for one thing. Like it was such a big deal to be able to, to get the fruit to what it needed to be. And it's a whole nother idea of having a, a hookah pen that's, that could hold the kind of fruit and the stuff that's going to go in there. So I have to have different suppliers, like one supply, like make the fruit and got to get with the other supplier to put it in the hookah base. So like, it's just, it, it's a lot. So it's not something where I could just go and put my, my logo on something mm -hmm. and it's already made and ship it to me. It's like a whole system. So it, it cost me quite a bit, but hundreds of thousands to get started. Yeah. When I first got started, it cost, cost me a hundred thousand, but now yes, hundreds of thousands. Now, uh, a couple mil, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Because I got to keep up with the high demand and the supply. So the startup was like a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. So is it is it just the portable or is it the regular hookah too? At the regular hookah too. Even my shishas are literally you opening it. It's the actual fruit. Like it's all fruit. Everything is a hundred percent fruit based. Do you have to get like FDA approval for that or? And yes, and that's what the things that that takes a time takes some uh, time. My legal team is already like in the works with all that stuff, the FDA approval, that's just something that that doesn't happen overnight. We have no doubt in the world that it's gonna be FDA approved. So there's a lot of steps that go into it. It's obviously the FDA approval, but trademarking, like talk about the lessons you had to learn like to get this thing actually a product that people could use. So that's that's the thing. That's that's a lot of stuff that I'm I'm like still learning. Like I I give myself try to get myself more knowledgeable about it every single day because like i'm i didn't never this is a this is a monstrous company this bigger than me i didn't even imagine you know if if you could have told me i could just come up with this product and have this company and probably make 10 20 grand a month i'm like okay great at least i got something you know some leverage but yeah. Now it has become something that I didn't prepare myself for because you couldn't tell me in, a, in my wildest dreams it, it would be this. So I'm literally, literally learning every day and getting more knowledge as I go. So, all right. So once you, you, you got it made and all that, now how did you start selling it? Did you sell it to the clubs first or was you selling it hand-to-hand -to, -hand to people? Like what was it? Online. Uh, so I got this thing about me, right? Like uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 
influencer, a, a public figure, but I also like to be very private. So if if I'm dropping something, if I'm doing something, I literally never talk about it. And my audience notice about me. That's why they kind of stay tuned because you could literally be on Instagram today and I, I ain't posting two months, but today it could be like, surprise, I do that. Like I'm known for that. So mm-hmm. I literally was working on it, creating it. Uh, I used to be on Instagram live. I, I used to, I actually started during the pandemic. I started Instagram with these talent shows. Like I used my platform. I was on Instagram live, like almost I, so many celebrities used to come to my talent shows every weekend. Like, it used to have thousands of people in there, people singing. They thought I was Diddy or something. Like, I ain't never gave nobody their big break, but I just made them feel like, come on this talent show, you just don't don't know who's going to see you. Not, not, not the Tory Lane type. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that's uh, that's that's really how it was. And, wait, what, what, the, what was we talking about? I just I had a brain like, fart. When you started selling it, who did you, like, who did you start selling it? Oh, yes. That that's what it is. So, I once everything was done and everything was pretty much, you know, formulated. I literally had it already in the house and everything. What nobody even knew I was coming out with it. So I literally dropped it on my Instagram. I was like, surprised. Now they have seen me smoking hookah all the time. Like I was known from having my wine, having my hookah. The whole time they just didn't know it was mine. So so many times they was asking me, like, what you smoking? What flavor you smoking? I'm telling them they trying to go get another brand that's that same flavor because I'm not telling them exactly what the brand is. So they, I guess they thinking in the sense of he ain't gonna tell me the brand because they ain't paying him to tell me the brand, mm-hmm. but it was always mine. So them trying to keep up and doing what I'm doing and ha- me having my influence. And when I literally say, this is what I've been smoking, this is mine, and now it's available now, first day I dropped it, it sold out. And it's been like nonstop ever since. Well, how much inventory did you have that first day? Like, I mean, people always try to figure yes. out business. How much should I have in the event that I sell out? So what did you say, like, was the number? Yeah, so that's, this is what's, what's crazy. I had spent like $100,000 on inventory, like getting everything right. And when I say $100,000, that was for the, the the design, the inventory, the shipping and everything like that. And I had, I literally got this book. I'm going to talk about this. I got this book that I wrote on. The inspiration from others drives us forward. Their resilience pushes us to excel and their path navigates the way towards freedom. Ford is proud to celebrate black history, not just this month, but year round. They're committed to being the fuel for change, supporting Ford Fund programs centered around economic, educational, and empowerment opportunities for our communities to continue creating the future. Learn more at FordFund.org. Built Ford Proud. Right before I opened my company and I was like, Lord, if I could like make $100,000 my first year, I know that's so far-fetched, but that is my goal. I want to make $100,000 my first year and I won't have all this inventory that I I just invested in going within my first year of business. So I had enough inventory that I could make at least a hundred, like seventy, a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. So when I dropped that, I made that hundred seven, hundred and eighty thousand dollars the first day and no inventory. First day. Oh, all the all the inventory was sold out. So so you had backwater. Yeah. So no, no. So I'm saying my my year plan of oh. trying to sell this product that I had with within one year and make this amount of money within that first year, all that product was gone that, that first day. And I made that yearly. Go, I made that the same day I dropped. Now it's time for the real. Yeah, so now it was horrible <laughs> for me. I'm stressing, I'm sweating, I'm like, what the dude? So now I literally, once I once I dropped my day that I dropped and I sold out, I literally didn't have more product again for two months. Mm. So then, but I think it worked out in my favor because that built this demand. Everybody was trying, they was talking about it, and everybody that was hearing about it wanted it and they couldn't get it. So now they was ready for the next drop. Oh, he sold out so fast, it's gonna sell out again. So every time I drop, everybody anticipating and they setting alarms. People, it's it's crazy. People really be calling off work because it's like they can't have their phone or they don't wanna miss it. So when I drop, it goes crazy. So this is another valuable lesson in business, right? Sometimes we try to come out with a product, but we have multiple products at a time. Like mm-hmm. when we started, we had, seven different shirt designs until we mm-hmm. realized like, wait, people are buying assets over liabilities. Yes. We got to stick with that. Mm-hmm. How many flavors uh, of the, the shisha did you start with? I actually, I go big or go home. I started with uh, 15 flavors at wow. once. That's why my investments were so high. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, Lord, please let this work for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I started with extra 15 flavors at once. And, and also, what I could say, for somebody else who's probably trying to get some advice and want to start business, don't know how many products to start with, all that kind of stuff. I actually feel like versus 
trying to push the narrative of of inventory or push the narrative or have different options as people what you first want to do the first thing first is build a domain for your product not build the inventory for it because you can get 10 10 of these designs of jeans and five of these shirts and 12 of these hookahs but if you don't have a domain for what you're selling and why people need it and why they have to come and get it from you versus just go and get the next best thing for the next best person you just have another product and another you know another item that Nobody feel a need to want to get. So you build a demand for your business and you build the inventory off of that, in my opinion. Yeah, so you sell out the first batch mm-hmm. and now people got to re-up. Are these one-time uses or can I get like a refill? They disposables. Disposables? Yes. Oh, so we just, and we out. Yeah, you, you got to build a demand. I need you to keep coming back, baby. So, but it worked out, but that can actually be very um, harmful for a business if you don't have enough inventory. Absolutely. And I still struggle with that to this day. So... Every time I, every time I get a amount of inventory, right, I will sell out it. And from that first time, I started saying, "Well, I'm gonna get double of what I had." But then when I waited a little two months and I had got double, I said, "Well, this gonna last me longer because I got double this, and that sold out in hours." So now I'm dealing with the the fact that I'm I'm tripling, and it's sold out. Like so, it's like no matter what, I just can't keep up with the demand. So now, this is a world exclusive. I never even had enough room to have the demand that which I needed. I'm a new business, a year old. I had a little small little warehouse, and now it's so crazy that I feel like I'm operating like Amazon. I just closed on fucking mega million like headquarters. So now I'm I'm feeling congrats, good about man, that congrats. because I appreciate that. I'm feeling good about that because my problem with making money and running my business is always it stops and starts because I'm literally the problem is I'm running out of inventory. So now I feel like without running out of inventory, the sky's the limit. I could just keep rolling. I could keep going. All the money that I made, I feel like I could have made double and triple that because the whole time of me making that much money, I've been sold out one, two and three months at a time. Yeah, that's the, I mean, you it's know? a process. It's a process. Yeah. But let's go back to the, that day. Yeah. Let's go back to that day. So you sell out, uh-huh. you're making the money, uh-huh. in your mind, is it like, all right, let me reinvest it, or is it like, let me let me get let me get some of the things I've always wanted? Absolutely, reinvest it. Still okay. to this day, I reinvest pretty much everything. Like, I really feel like- Except for the jewelry. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> I was just saying, I see a lot of rings and things, you know what I'm saying? But I, that was like, there's a lot going on over here. It, 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 it took a while. This is, it's a hey, I, it's been, it's been, it's been almost two years and I just got this jewelry like two months ago. <laughs> two months ago, no cap. Look like I'm just getting it, you know what I'm saying? Look good. Like, let me keep reinvesting before I can do that. But real talk, like, it, it, it takes a lot. And I really feel like no matter what, how much you reinvest and you're not kept with, I feel like as long as you have inventory, you are not broke. Mm. Inventory is money. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to see that liquid and have that money and that cash flow in your hand, but you got money right there. You could literally make a post, get an influencer, do something any day and take that inventory and turn it into dollars yet again. So I feel like as long as you got to, I could have $20 in my bank account, but I got a million dollar worth of product in the inventory, you know, worth the inventory in that warehouse. I'm rich. I got a million dollars and it's right there. I just got to figure out a way to, you know, strategically turn it into dollars again. So let me ask you this. As far as the marketing, um, how do you market? You just go on social media like we got hookah. Like, is it is it skits that's built out? Do you get influ- other influencers and celebrities? Like, how do you market it? You have a following, but like, how do you yeah. push it on social media? So and and the the best thing that could happen to me hookah is such a popular thing already people already love to to hookah and so i kind of don't have to influence them to do something that they already love to do only thing i got to do is like influence them on why you should do it with mine instead of theirs and the the things that i use is so easily used because it's actually the truth a healthier alternative literally made from fruit and you can do it without the nicotine and the tobacco like you you like the smoke hookah a lot, so I know you could even agree that when you smoke that hookah in the club, everything your throat could be hurting. You could get a head rush, you get a headache. That'd be that nicotine, that tobacco. So he, he only smokes hookah when R and B's playing. He, oh yeah, he don't smoke it a lot. That, especially <laughs> that Confessions album, right? <laughs> but yeah, real talk. So yeah, it's it's kind of like the the consumers pretty much market the product for you, yeah. and then they be excited to get it. You kind of get like. Free free promo all day, just nonstop, you know? And the the thing about it, as far as the celebrities and stuff like that, it's really crazy 
that these people be you be thinking that these these are people that you really can't touch or people that you can't reach but you find out when you have a business or a popping product that they really sitting there on their phone scrolling and looking at the next best thing just like us they slide in your dm literally say hey what's up king i gotta get you, get some of that Peace, so i'm like i'm saying to myself they're like but I'm like, all right, no thing, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to play cool, calling my team like, strip that out right now, overnight, <laughs> you know, little baby. Well, I'm just saying, but but yeah, that, that's just really how I go, and it 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 started with with love and organic like relationships, and then they post it. I don't I don't care if a celebrity posts me on, on their Insta story. I just send a free product. They still use their influence. I'm gonna take that Insta story and I'm gonna screen record it, and I'm gonna post it on my page. Now now they gave me a post, and that post is gonna go all all over social media. And so influence is what what's the key, you know, to to turn it into dollars right now. Yeah, that that's the commercial right there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, obviously. I'm figuring your marketing as the healthy hookah, mm -hmm. right? This is the healthy alternative if you're going to do hookah. Yeah. Obviously, you've created your own formula. How do you protect it from somebody who's saying like, oh, I can do the same thing. Is it is it something that you try to patent or how does it, that work? It, it is patent. Nobody, nobody can, you know? Yeah, I'm telling you, I got the business right that before I got the plan. business right. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? 504 ain't <laughs> 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 well, the trenches, baby. It took a while, lot to get here. Y'all ain't about to come take it from me. There you go. <laughs> so, like, what's the makeup of, of sales? Is it mostly through individuals or is it a lot moving through nightlife clubs and stuff? Oh. It's only available online. Like it, it's not in no. Yeah, I ain't even get into that world yet. Oh, no boy. wholesale, no distributors. Are you, not are you like going that. to? Eventually, like you know, it's just it's 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 my baby right now. Like I know that's why I was just saying, like what you were just saying with the investors and all that stuff. You kind of teach me knowledge because I didn't I didn't know about any of this. And you you know in a, in a black community we be so guarded and everything and we feel like if we share a percentage of something that we doing everything and we got to be macho man we got to do it by ourselves or it's more rewarding to us to say i did this by myself mm -hmm. so you'll really feel like we'll feel better having a hundred percent of two million dollars than having 50 percent of five billion dollars you know what i'm saying like so that's that's the world that i'm really starting to learn now and that's the game that i'm really trying to get more into and, and have a better understanding of and i really feel like if i can take it this far by myself just imagine what i could do with a machine behind me you know yeah i mean based on your analytics so are the sales coming domestically meaning like are you seeing it happen predominantly in the states if so like what what parts of the country like obviously we're in atlanta a lot and that's like it's part of the fabric but yeah even from an international standpoint we're in the middle east and these countries this is part of their culture mm -hmm. like are you, do you have visions to expand it from an online space to get in out to those parts? That's what's crazy. Those are the, the people like uh, Barbados and Dominican Republic and all those kind of places. They buy bulk. Yeah. I'm like, heavy on yeah, I'm like, who is this person? Who is these people? Like, we ship so much like overseas that is in that's it. Like, it's insane. And like, I just don't didn't never imagine you know within one year that i'll go from the states into overseas and things and people like that but i feel like when i get into wholesale and distributing that's when really like the world is really go go have black smoke you know so what is the most popular flavor you know what's crazy the most popular flavor is all of them the bundle sells <laughs> more than anything A1. you know what i'm saying <laughs> The all most popular flavors, all of them. So you get the bundle, you go get all all ten of the flavors of of the hookah pen and the bundle of the the shisha, which comes comes with fifteen flavors. Whenever somebody get one, they be mad because now they love it. You know, you always want to try one and try it first. Now they love it, and now they want more. But now it's been sold out for so long, and you gotta wait. And you know, waited so long trying to survive with that one pen, and then when it it came back in stock. You couldn't get it again and it sold out again. So now they just buy bundles all day. Like that's the the most favorite thing. Yes. So um how does this work? Mm -hmm. It's already inside of it? You have to light something? Yeah, no, actually it's it's just look, oh, open about, it. How about you about try to, it for yourself? About to test it right now? Yeah. Our first ever. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. What you like, mint? Uh, we're gonna go with green apple. Let's okay. go with green apple. <sighs> Governor, you you he already got his. The yeah. Governor has his. <laughs> How we get? Oh, there we go. It's up here. Tear from the side. Tear from the side. Let's get this thing. Probably smell it right now. It smells great. What are we doing? All you gotta do is take the 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 plastic. You know, yeah. Take, take that rub off. out, yep. and it's breath activated. You just puff. 
blow it out your mouth. <laughs> Don't worry, it's just fruit. Charlie <laughs> doesn't smoke much. <laughs> this is this tastes good, man. It's a vibe. This is watermelon mint. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Tastes just like green apple, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it absolutely does. Oh, and it lights up. Yep. And you just smoke. don't you don't hit you don't hit hookah like weed, bro. Yeah, you just hit it. You hit it and blow it out. You trying don't, to don't put that in your lungs, man. You're trying to blow guns and shit. <laughs> I blow, I am blowing it out. Oh boy. So so then all right. Let's so, continue the conversation. So this this is this is good actually. That so, really good. All right, so you, so all right. So now let's say I'm done for the for the time. Mm -hmm. I put this back in like this. You don't you have to, it's leak proof. It's leak proof. Yeah, it's leak proof. Turn it upside down. I promise you, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> so you just, you just, all right. And you're then, good. okay. And then you just smoke it until there's no more. Smoke until there's no more. You good. This will probably last a day. I knew the women, <laughs> I knew the women was going to want it all in their purses and stuff like that. So I didn't want to be like, oh, that's yeah. leaking all on my. The fact that it lights up, I could, I mean, this is going to go crazy. It's in a club. vibe. It's going to go crazy in clutch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm, interesting. Um, and then Glorilla had it in her video. Yeah. In tomorrow two video with Glorilla uh, featuring Cardi. Cardi, yeah, you knew that that was gonna happen, or it was yeah, I, I definitely knew it was gonna happen because Glorilla had literally tasted the pens already. Uh, everybody was tagging me and sending me videos of Glorilla like literally having a pen in her hand while she was on stage. So like, I'm I'm friends with someone who worked with uh, Glorilla. Shout out to Whitney, and I was like, look, if Glorilla like the pens, let's go. So send Glorilla pens. She made the video, whatever the case may be. So Whitney was like, Glorilla was like, huh? Her friends love these pens so much they could smoke them in the video. I'm like, oh word, send them eight more bundles. <laughs> bundles, <laughs> <laughs> bundles. Put them out there like bundles. So how much is it? These are thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine. How much is the bundle? The bundle is two ninety nine. $299 and what you saving like over $100 by getting a bundle. How many come in a bundle? Uh, uh, 10 comes in a bundle. Okay. Okay. Now, we we saw uh, Jewel, this, this e-cigarette company, mm -hmm. and we saw that the lawsuit and they're saying it's marketing into teens and, you know, it's really dangerous. But you actually said that that lawsuit helped you. Yeah, uh, well, I didn't know about that part. I just knew about the part of uh, Jewel being banned, and they was talking about the the higher levels of nicotine and tobacco. So I didn't even do like interviews or nothing on that. But I go on Google and I see so many write ups saying that Jewel's has been banned for nicotine, tobacco. Open up the doors for black smoke with no nicotine, no tobacco. I'm like, well, thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like so many people came over, came over was literally writing my comments like, so glad I found this healthy alternative. I seen this. Uh, Jewel got banned, and you guys are the next best thing. It was just like free promo, you know? Best press. <laughs> best press. So, so this is just. 100% healthy? 100% fruit, no man. No negative effect. No negative. Listen, it's made up of uh, miracle berries, which is a actually a very popular thing in West West Africa. Like, they take miracle ber uh, berries to help keep their blood uh, flow well, bodily functions, everything like that, which is what's definitely what this is made up of. Natural fruits and berries. Natural fruits and berries. Like yep. coming to America. Yep. So... <laughs> What's your plans on scaling? Like, how do you take this to the next level? And that's literally what I'm in my bubble right now trying to figure out because I'm to a level that I, I wouldn't even fathom, right? So my thing is, literally, I'm feeling like I really won't need to get a machine behind me. Like, I, I have seen pretty much what I can do. I have reached the culture. I have did something that hasn't been done yet. Like, you know, I have targeted our people, but literally, I just really want to... The sky's the limit on mm -hmm. on, on some, sh you know, and I'm really trying to figure that out. I really feel like I just need to be in the right rooms and soak up knowledge from the right people, y'all included, and really kind of find my way. Yeah, I like that, man. So you, you're doing it online. Mm -hmm. I know we kind of had a little conversation about brick and mortar, looking into the future. What, what's your thoughts on it or hesitations on it? Because it's like we're, we're pretty successful doing this mm -hmm. business online. We always talked about if your business isn't online, you don't really have a business. Yeah. So you're starting there. Do you think maybe brick and mortar, right? Because we, it was like it's like one of those things. Yeah. Like if I'm doing successful already, why yeah, do I need it? That and that, I be feeling like. But again, I, I'm I'm in a new world, so I, I'm. Money, it comes with a lot of questions. How do I save? Where should I invest? Can I build wealth to pass on? It's hard to know where to get answers. 
That's why the people at Fidelity do what they do, to make it easier for you to get information to make better money decisions. It's what they've built their business on. They've got articles and videos, tips and apps, and insights and perspectives that make planning, saving, and investing a little less stressful. And when you want to talk it through, there's a real person on the other end with real answers. Helping people is what they do, and they can help you too. Help you buy a home, save for your kid's education, start a business, support your community, and feel more confident about the future. Want to learn more? Visit Fidelity online at fidelity.com slash black wealth. Trying to even break my, my chain of thought. I'm trying not to think the same way. I'm trying to think outside the box. You know, it's kind of like I feel like if, if it's not broke, you know why I fix it. If I'm, I feel like if I'm online touching so many people, it's like when you online, you can reach Dominican, you can reach New York, LA, Atlanta, whatever. But if I, if I have a store base, it's just literally for the population of which is around me. So I'm just feeling like how, how you know, beneficial? how beneficial could that be for me? Also, but I, I guess having having it in sight, like literally rolling down the street and always being able to see yeah. black smoke is is still kind of beneficial. And then also, I'd be trying not to think from such a large large scale, right? Just thinking that since I'm making X amount of dollars online, the fact that I could probably make fifty k from a storefront isn't beneficial to me. But that fifty k may add up. I just gotta realize it's different levels. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's different ways to you know break the ice, and it could be successful over here, even if it's not the same level of success that still could be considered success. And all that adds to the pot. You know, it's just like one of the things we spoke about with like the marathon store, recipes in it. But like it became an attraction, right? So mm -hmm. if you, put, you put it in a, a place where you're from. Now people come. You can have limited releases, limited items, exclusive items just for the area, or kind of like what Pinky's done, where it's like. There's a chance I might meet you if I come to the store, right? Right, because your personality becomes a thing. Whereas, right. yeah, she has a product, which is the food, but people just come sometimes just to meet her. And then obviously there's incentives when you come and get there. And also the other side of it is that there's a real estate play too, mm -hmm. right? So when you bring that type of value, you're bringing continuous customers to an area. The appreciation on the area goes up. Right. So there's there's a couple of things where I, I see like it could be beneficial, especially like if it's where you're from. Right. You know right. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So y'all, it's y'all advice if I open up a storefront, a storefront definitely got to start in New Orleans. Well, I'm not. I don't really think it's. I don't think a brick and mortar mm -hmm. might not be the best idea, but I do think getting it into clubs is a good idea. Yeah. Because I feel like that's something like you could have, like the premier. Like in every club, like you know mm -hmm. what I mean, like have like on the menu, like you know when you go to clubs and you order bottles, mm -hmm. and they like every club has rose, mm -hmm. every club has Don Julio, or every club has you know tequila, whatever. So now it's like they have different hookah options, mm -hmm. and then they'll have your option as one of the hookah options. And then I be I be no I be sitting back in the cut and and realizing the clubs it's such an inconvenience with those hookahs because. Everybody's crowded. Everybody mm -hmm. bucked up. The girl can't even get through exactly. them because somebody about exactly. to get burnt somebody and stuff get like burnt. that. Yeah. And this would definitely it makes be it a lot easier. Yes, no, that's a fact. Because, yeah. like you said, even in um restaurants, like you know, what I mean, you got to the 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 whole thing is like you got to pass it. Yes, and you got like duck and it's they like, knocking coals down, yeah, burning yeah, the floors, the soap and with day. somebody and you know, the mouthpiece and this yeah process much more convenient. Yeah, this is that's where I see I see a lot of scalability yeah. in that because, yeah. like you said. You got the clubs, you got the lounges, and you have the restaurants. Yeah. They all serve hookah. Yeah. Yeah. I think you do both, right? Because even like burner with cookies, like that becomes a brand that just travels. We know cookies. Right. Right. Even if we don't know burner, we know what cookies is. And so like when they see the store, it's like, oh, we know what's inside. Right. We know the level of product. But if you become that, that brand, especially for this space. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Really. The only thing with cookies, I'm, are you, I don't think you're allowed to mail marijuana. You in California, you can, but I'm saying like you can't mail it. Oh, ship it now! You can't ship it. Can't that's ship it. why it's like those stores yeah. are cash cows. Yeah, because it's like you, if you want to buy the weed, you gotta, gotta go. Let's go, yeah, yeah, yeah. go it right. Yeah, yeah. correct. You got a business, but you can actually ship it, ship it across state lines. So, correct. and like you said, the hookah thing is interesting because you could just smoke hookah just on a random like I just see people on with pins, like it's those vape pins and all that. You could just be like on a golf course. We don't know what it is. We assuming this hookah. Well, but yeah. this is that, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I'm just saying those just those portable everywhere. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are smoking that everywhere. everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know what's in all of them. <laughs> they're very popular. Right. So now that is actually something that's beneficial. Man, I I tried to puff one of those things. I don't know how people do it. Like what the, the vape? Yeah. Wait, what's the, the the marijuana one? Like those nose, like those big jewel oh, yeah, things and all that stuff. Like, man, I'm talking about lift. The weed ones are dangerous too. I know some people who try them. I never tried yeah, those. Yeah, so it's a roller coaster ride you don't want to go on. So are there other people that's making fruit based hookah? No. You're the only person that makes fruit based hookah. Only person that makes fruit based hookah. Legend. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, King. <laughs> so you don't so you don't have any competition? No. Do you foresee competition coming? Uh I'm I'm you know, I'm the blueprint of something, right? So it's only right that once people see something and and you do it, like it's gonna be others coming behind you that's try to duplicate it. Like I'm aware of that and that doesn't even affect me in any kind of way. Like I just know what I make, what I create. That's just literally if you love your your grandma or your mama gumbo, and they just probably tell you you be like, damn, mom, how you get it to flavor like this? Probably say I put a little couple sausages in there, put a little you know shrimp fillet, baby. You can sit there and do it the same way, but it's gonna probably be a good for you, but it ain't gonna be, be your same. mama gumbo. It ain't gonna be the same. And that's what black smoke is. I, I never I, had gumbo. Proof of leader. Neither, you didn't? Neither, neither. I haven't either. I haven't had yeah, gumbo yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah. Oh man, you gotta come tomorrow's and get some gumbo. I do. I do. You gotta come tomorrow. Can we make it without pork though? Yeah, Monday, well, my new spot, we got the seafood gumbo. Seafood gumbo. Could you believe Monday's not open on Tuesday? <laughs> Monday's not open on Tuesday. I just not get it. Like, I mean, I can only have it yesterday, right? All right, got it. The reset. The so reset. let's talk about um, Dwayne Carter. Had it. He's is he? He's the most famous person to ever come from New Orleans. Probably. Absolutely. Probably. Yeah, one thousand. That's my guy. So he he he's uh smoked your, your your hookah. Yeah, yeah. How'd that happen? You know what? You no, know it's crazy. Uh, I think it was it's crazy because you always think about you know you, we always say when you hear that lighter flick and that Wayne song. It's about, <laughs> so now I'm like, damn! Like when you hear that, that's black smoke. But uh, that that relationship actually came from Larry, my guy right here, man. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, uh uh Larry is, is good friends with McMahon, which is you know uh Lil Brother, Wayne right hand yep, yep, man yep. and uh Larry always that's one thing he go do he go talk to you he go be like look you you probably know some good shit uh you probably know some people but you gotta meet my dog you gotta meet blah 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 he said who pens and this that and that and other so you know we all got to, got to talking and got on phone calls and Wayne had a birthday coming up uh it was, uh McMahon was saying how he was gonna make sure Wayne get the product Wayne got the product try the product love the product was a part of his birthday bash he actually had black smoke on his menu as the as the hookah appetizer mm, how'd that feel like man you from New Orleans obviously we we shared in the you know, we love Wayne, obviously. Like, what that feel like when you see the guy talk, that you look I don't talk the same. I only talk in goat not bad. Like, you understand? Like, it, <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? It gets no bigger than that, bro. Nah, nah, that's what, that, that we from Louisiana <laughs> So when, when you, uh, you're building, right? Yes. I'm assuming at some point it's not just you. You got to build a team, right? Uh, now, how did that work? Are we grabbing family or we we got our friends? How how you building a team out to as you're scaling? Yeah, so it's crazy. It was my friend right here, which is Dejanay. We've been we've been. Listen, it's crazy. A little backstory. We was friends like when we was like in our late teens and stuff like that, right? And we always had this goal and this motive that we need to be rich one day. We don't know how, but we gonna be rich. So we used to be sitting back in our living room, writing on on envelopes, trying to figure out how to build a MySpace app and a Facebook app. We was like, we gotta put, we gotta put time out of business. We can do our own app, right? So coming full circle, she was uh running all the insurance companies all over the world. I started being offshore, then I started my hookah and stuff like that, and then. As things was growing and I was realizing, Deja came to my house one day. She was like, I'm proud of you, but what the hell is you doing? Like, I was doing my own marketing, my own customer service, my own social media. Like, I was running everything, shipping orders. She was like, ah, let me help you, my baby. So Deja came over here and listen, it started with one conversation in my office in my house and it became the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Like, so Deja's like my right hand man. She helped me run everything. Like, Deja have more access to my life than me. You ask me something about me, I'm like, I don't know, ex Deja. Deja. You know? So my team is very, very small right now, but it definitely started with my friends. Scaling looks likely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so talk about um, retaining customers, because that's the most important part of a business is once you get a customer, you want to make them a customer for mm -hmm. life. So what's your what's your plans to make sure that customers return and keep buying product? You know, I feel like it's all about the connection. 
What a customer don't make a customer feel like they're just a customer, like another person that's just spending money and buying something from, from you. That's one of, I think that was one of my most, my most successful ways of going about things that I connect with everybody. Like literally every customer that, that buy from me, from buy from me, they literally feel a connection with me. I talk to them. I go on live. I answer questions. I literally talk to everybody. I repost everybody. It could be Beyonce and her. Yeah, I'll repost and I also post little Jenny that's sitting in, in her, uh, Ford Focus. You know what I'm saying? Like I I literally make everybody feel appreciated because they truly are. And I always feel like the people that consider themselves themselves the little people, those are actually the biggest spinners. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that are sitting down and working their nine to five and getting their check and buying themselves something that they feel good about, which is a hookah, a hookah pen and stuff like that. So those are the consumers that makes the most sense to me. So I just think it's all about making every customer feel valued, appreciated, and loved. So are we looking at more more Products or more flavors? How how are we gonna keep the business going? Right. So you got fifteen now. How many flavors you got now? I got ten hookah pen flavors yeah. and fifteen uh, hookah shisha flavors. So uh, what what's the the plan? More products or different or different flavors? You know you gotta Maybe. follow my Instagram. I told you I don't say nothing. I just drop. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just tell you this, King. I'm never not working. You understand me? <laughs> so the, the Lil Wayne lighter switch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the um the warehouse that's gonna be where all of the the product is held and where all the product is getting shipped out of and mm -hmm. all that stuff? Yes. 40,000 square feet. Like, it's mega. 30 offices. Like, I'm talking about, listen, it's crazy. Y'all should come do an episode of Earn Your Leisure. <laughs> yeah, we got to stop by. <laughs> For sure. So, are you thinking about diversify? Like, all right, so you're getting money with the hookah. Are you interested in other aspects of you looking to buy real estate? You looking to invest in other businesses, restaurants? Are you looking to do that or are you just yes. focus on what you're doing right now? Absolutely. No, I'm looking to do that because I, I, I'm a fan of you got to get it while it's hot. Like, you know, like everything doesn't last always. Some things got its phases. Some things got its time. So I just feel like while you're in the game, you just literally got to spread your wings and, and be a ball eagle. You can't literally just focus on one thing, have all your eggs in one basket. And I feel like you don't have this kind of success and literally stick to one thing. Like you literally, you know, you, you got people as far as like, for instance, you got Jay-Z, which was a rapper and now he own a basketball game and now he own his own liquor. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I literally look for people like that as blueprints and understanding like, I don't ever want nobody to put me in a box. So it starts with me. I don't want to be in no box. I may have started with Black Smoke, but that's not going to be the last thing you hear of me. Yeah, you know? So you, you started out with that crazy first day, but this Black Friday was pretty monumental as well. Oh well we're going to get to the amount, but let's talk about the lead up to it. Mm -hmm. You said the market is Instagram. Are you taking in inventory and getting pre-orders or wait lists? How do people, you know, build up to that, you know, that super successful Black Friday? And we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk about the numbers later, but yeah. what was the build up into Black Friday? Yeah, I, I, I never do pre-orders. I really feel like, in my advice to any business, don't do pre-orders because you can may have it on on a, on a website. You can post it on Instagram. You can verbally say this is the pre-order, blah blah blah. But all people know once they pre-order is I spent my money and I don't have my product yet. No matter what, if you say it's coming in three weeks on a seven day, they could be like, "You scammed me! <laughs> I don't got it yet." So I just really don't feel like it's worth the headache. So the thing about it is. I even like the last time when I made headlines, when I I made one point uh what it, what it was one point four million dollars in nine hours, one point four million dollars in nine hours. That was just on a regular day on a restock. I was out of uh, inventory for two months and I dropped it and it, it did that. So I literally never had a sale before. So me being able to make a million dollars with no sale just on a regular day it was literally like a Tuesday, my my dog. Like it was a Tuesday, you know. So. I was anticipating that Black Friday was going to be successful, but I didn't know the kind of success that it would have brought. Like, she was actually telling me, Deja was actually telling me, like, you know Black Friday going to be crazy? I'm like, ah, but yeah, nah, but nah. She was like, are you insane? Are you sick? Listen, my G. <laughs> oh, my God. It was it was insane. I, I didn't expect it in a million years, bro. <laughs> they took advantage of the sale. Like I said, like. You the sale, like 20% off, something like that? 40% off. 40% off. Forty yeah. percent. They took all my shit. Could you believe that? That's damn near half off. I'm so mad. I'll never do that again. <laughs> but nah, it was love, man. It was it was a beautiful feeling, man. Made me feel back. I was giving. Made me feel back like I was giving back to the community because I'm giving y'all forty percent off. You know what I'm saying? So what what is your biggest markets in America? My biggest markets is it's just the people. Like I say, like who everywhere, no region is bigger than other. It's it's really worldwide. Well, look at Deja saying like if you if you look at our analytics, like it's just 
look at the map. I mean, we touch. I like. I feel like I'm the I'm the dope deal of like ghosts don't got nothing on me. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, cause hookah, hookah's one of these things because you know we travel a lot. So Atlanta is a heavy hookah hub. Mm -hmm. um, New York City, For like sure. you said, you spoke about the, the Dominican influence. So New York City is heavy on hookah. Um, yeah, Atlanta pretty yeah, heavy for me. Too. LA people smoke hookah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's one of these things where no matter where you live. Houston, they, we got yeah. they smoking Houston, Houston yeah. heavy on the hookah. Yeah. I love Houston. New Orleans is heavy, heavy with the hookah? Yeah, New Orleans is heavy with the hookah. You know what's crazy? That's the thing. Well, I know a lot of people always be like, your hood don't support, you know, your hood could be the last people. New Orleans be showing up and showing out for me. Like, everywhere we go in New Orleans, you see, they they smoking hookah pens. Like, uh, even Larry, my, my friend Larry uh, right here, uh, he have... Uh, establishment, which is my favorite place. I'm gonna plug it again. Treehouse, <laughs> you know, Treehouse. Bam! Shout out to the baddest. Uh, Larry was at Treehouse watching the game, and Larry Facetime because I gave Larry some hookah pens, and he bought some hookah pens with him uh to Treehouse. And once people seen he had black smooth hookah pens, like they was embarrassing them. Like everybody was like, Larry was like, I just don't get it because we have hookah hill. Like why is they act like that behind black smooth? But my city just no matter where you go in the city, you are gonna see people in there smoking their black smooth hookah pens. They definitely show love. Yeah, look how y'all looking in Miami because I feel like that that's a city that there's parties almost every day. That's what's crazy. Is great Miami. It's looking very good. That's why I've been talking to them about Miami. I say I really got to do something in Miami, and I've been I visited Miami a couple weeks ago, and now I'm like I got to find a penthouse out here. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's different. Look, yeah, it's like Miami is just different. Fives. So yeah. let me ask you this: um, New Orleans is an interesting place because, like you said, it's a uh, own culture, yeah. even historically. Like you know what I mean? Like right. everything is different. Like the the music, the food. Even the language, like the Creole, everything, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole different culture that historically has been different from a lot of other places, every other place in America. But there's also a lot of issues, violence, mm -hmm. murder rate, stuff like that. So right. how has your experience been? Like, have you had issues or has it just been really like a positive? Because a lot, New Orleans is one of those places where there's a lot of negative yeah. news. Mm -hmm. So people hear about New Orleans and they're like, oh, it's murders. It's, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a lot of crime. Like, how, what's your thoughts on the city right now? Yeah, so my thing is, I pretty much, I stay out the way, you know. I I stay out the way. I, I almost don't leave the house unless I'm probably going to the treehouse. You know, I stay out the way. So, but for the most part, I, I would say, I know my city be painted in such a negative way, but it's really love in New Orleans. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, every place have crime. Every place got they, they you know, their negatives and their positives. But I can say, I can speak for myself and for, and for my circle of friends, which I have a successful circle of friends like me, Supercent, Larry Monroe, uh, uh, Jessica Dupar. Like, when we come to our city, our city respect us and look at us as, like, pretty much as their way out and their blueprint. Mm -hmm. So, I really feel like we are respected in the sense that it's it's just so much love and it's just like you make you give me hope we give them that bit of hope that you sometimes you don't even get to see these kind of things and you don't even think these kind of things are possible to achieve so you can look on tv all day and see uh puff daddy a billionaire you look on tv all day and see jay-z a billionaire even though somebody else achieved it you're gonna feel like okay that, that's them but if you see the same person that you stood next to in the crawfish line getting a daiquiri and they became a billionaire <laughs> billionaire now it's like hold on wait a minute now you giving me hope for real protect on, this king you know on, what i'm saying baby. protect this king at all costs all cold, you baby. know what i'm saying <laughs> that crawfish line crawfish so, line <laughs> you're buying a warehouse mm -hmm. obviously ridiculous Congratulations on Thank that Black so Friday. Business is booming, but so do expenses. So how how are you managing that? Because as you as you grow more, you got to get more inventory. There's mm -hmm. more expenses. How are you managing that balance between profitability versus what you have to spend? My CPA and Deja. Shout out to Deja. Deja I don't got time to do. No, no. Deja works. Oh, oh, Deja works oh, oh, on my oh, CPA. Oh, oh. I, I say loop me, loop me in the meetings when you really need me there, because I got shit to do. You know, <laughs> I gotta go to Treehouse. Let me know what they say. You know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we always want to make sure that we stay at a you know, a certain threshold and a certain number, and like you know, our profit got to be a certain amount. Like you know, we we if we spend uh two million dollars on inventory this month, we 
we gross uh blah 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 amount of millions and you know we spend this much on production we got to make sure we had this much left in accounting spend this much on expenses like she break down every single thing it's times when she gonna call and say where did you spend two hundred dollars that out the like girl look i needed some gas <laughs> gas is eighty dollars how you spend 200 you know what i'm saying so definitely keep that balance but other than that i mean as far as the AP and stuff, Deja found out afterwards. She would have never approved of it. <laughs> you know? approved of Sometimes it. you got to be a little irresponsible to get responsibility. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I like that. <laughs> let's talk about this employee that you had that drove two hours to work. One hour, yes, One hour, yes, you, yes. You bought him a house? Yes, uh, that was my very, very first employee. Her name is Keisha. And uh, I just knew I was, you know, like I told you, I was going to drop this product, but I didn't know it was going to do this. So Keisha was the first person that came on the Black Smoke. I haven't even released it. I told the world I was releasing it yet. Me and her was like inside of the in, inside of the room, stacking up the hookahs together, whatever the case may be. It's like, we're going to clear this room out one day. Uh, so Keisha was the very first employee and she lives uh, on the West Bank and I live on the North Shore, which is like an hour drive. And she drives to work an hour every morning and back every every uh afternoon and Keisha is always the first one at work and always the last one to leave even when she like not on the clock no more she still like just to get ahead for tomorrow i gotta be doing address corrections i gotta be doing this gotta be doing that it's times where we have so many artists and Keisha was pushing out the artists by herself because she was my first and only employee that she was would literally not see her kids for two three and four days she'll literally sleep on the north shore where the warehouse at just so she could wake up three in the morning go start artists and leave out that uh, 12 a.m. Like that's the kind of commitment that she had to me, and she started that from the beginning before she knew what the company was going to become. You know, it's easily to easy to find employees now will, that will probably won't come just ship and pack with black smoke because it, it it's the popular thing. It probably seem like the cool thing to do, mm -hmm. but to have somebody else believed in me before I truly even believed in myself, before I even knew or uh, witnessed what this was going to become, it's like a different kind of love and admiration that I will always have for Keisha. So still to this day, she was driving to work every morning and leaving every evening, driving the hour and never complained about it. It was just the fact in the back of my mind that I was realizing that she's still doing this. So what kind of other way that I could repay her, you know? So I had to make sure I got Keisha by that warehouse. Shout out to Keisha. Shout out oh. to you, Keisha. Yeah, that's a good one. You're a real one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's important, man. You got to take care of your, your support. Yeah. Because um, you're only as good as, as a team. As the people around you. Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's a fact. So let me ask you this. As far as um, you have the hookah mm -hmm. are there other like ancillary products that you could produce like from the hookah like are you selling like what is it actually called those big things where you smoke hookah out of the, the hookahs the that's the hookah yeah that's the so, hookah. oh so that's the, the hookah the, pin so, so the, what you're smoking is is the shisha, shisha. is the shisha yeah. correct so hookah is the name of the the, the machine the machine you're correct oh, okay i correct. never knew that i thought hookah yeah. was actually what you're smoking no 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 so you got that's what i said you got 15 shisha flavors. 15 shisha well, flavors. All right, so all right so do you sell hookah yes you sell those yes okay so you sell a hookah With, and i got and i sell a fruit shisha to put inside the hookah instead of the nicotine tobacco so what's your whole what's all your product line what, like what's all the products that you sell you sell uh, this you sell the yes yes shisha i sell a hookah the hookah pen, the hookah shisha, the hookah charcoals. I got 100% uh, What's that? organic coconut charcoals. That's the black thing that oh, you can sit on top. In a club, when they sit yeah, yeah. on top of the fall, I have the, I sell a hookah foil. I sell a, the tips to smoke the hookah off. I have candy tips. I even have hookahs that light up. So I have my own batteries called Black Power to go inside of the hookahs. You know so what's missing? The whole what? Merchandise. Merchandise, like you talking about, like clothes, clothes, and yeah, stuff I, like yeah, that. That's what I'm saying. Like, when we talked about, and shout out to my, mm -hmm. my my brother Burton, but like when you see that C, you know what it is, right? Mm -hmm. So like I would imagine when we see this logo, people just want to support it, mm -hmm. right? Because it's something that brings us together. We this is enjoyable. This is right. like a moment. And right. So when I see him wearing as I know we're connected because he's on the same time I'm on. Which so when, yeah, which people crazy. wear the shirt. It was crazy is when I go on live and stuff and talk to him, I always have on my shirt or my hat, but we just make them within our, you know, our company, our team. Like, I think you got on a black smoke hoodie right now. Huh? Yeah. See, and people be like, put them on the side. What can I buy? Man, I just be like, we got too much going on. I can't see. <laughs> Yo, we can barely keep up with no these artists. Things. We can barely keep up with these artists. I'm, I'm not about to stress me out. You know what I'm saying? So, but I feel like as, you know, as the team grow and, you know, as, as the business constantly grow, we go touch other, you know, avenues and stuff like yeah. that. But right now, I think we overwhelmed. 
<laughs> so, so where's the name Black Tatic? Used to be a tattoo artist? Mando, man. I'm going to tell you, I'm so crazy, bro. I always had a wild imagination. I guess that's why I became successful, right? So I was literally creating my Instagram when I came from All Show and I went to the tattoo shop when I got All Show. I, I was, at this point, I was All Show for like a month and a half. I had some money to blow, you hear me? I was like, what, who to give it to? The tattoo man. That's who I'm going to give it to. <laughs> so I was in there and I was creating my Instagram to make one when I'm going back All Show. And I was like, what to call myself? I already called myself Black. My whole family called me Black. Nobody called me by my government. The whole, my whole family called me Black. So I'm like, Black what though? I can't just say black because then people just call me like the color. I was like, oh, I'm about to get all these sleeves. I'm about to get my legs tatted, my arm tatted, my neck tatted. Black tatted. That boy, because you're going to say that boy black tatted after today. Here. Guess what? But I had never had a tattoo yet. You bro. got all those tats in one day? Fuck no. Oh. That's my point. I had never had a tattoo. Nobody told me that shit hurt. So when I made the name Black Taddy before I got in the chill, once he gave me that ink one time, eh, I was like, I never got it finished. I never went back. So you didn't have any tattoos? I got a half a sleeve. on your neck. Yes, I got a half. I went back and got this a couple of years after that. But oh, right. I, I made the name Black Taddy thinking I'm about to be tatted up. <laughs> I paid the man in full. He still followed me on Instagram to the day, so we never finished. And I said, we never is. <laughs> that shit hurt. I don't know how people do that, bro. I'm never going back. No, indeed. No, <laughs> no, indeed. No, indeed. <laughs> so, um, are you you doing anything with Essence Fest? Oh, so we, me and Larry was already talking about making sure I'm a part of Essence Fest next year. This year, I kind of missed my miss my mark because, like I say, you know, the business is fairly new, so yeah. it would have took so much. But now I got more little knowledge and understanding, so definitely gonna be a part of uh. Essence Fest yeah. next year. Larry, let's make sure that the biggest... Yeah, we already spoke about that. Right? Okay. Yeah, we already... For <laughs> the culture. Wouldn't let him in the studio without that competition. <laughs> but, <laughs> so you got some pretty big influences, obviously, yeah. Little Wayne, top of the line. Is there anybody that on your wish list, like if I can get my product in their hands, this would be even crazier? Yeah, I'm talking about... I have... I know this This is wild. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... I, I know Hove and B probably to smoke something before. You know what I'm saying? They they cool people. I'm like, damn, B, you know, you know, you know, been holding a Tesla bag. Like, uh, you know, they hold a black smoke. But like people like Jay-Z, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and Drake, those kind of people are, I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking at it. This makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. At this point, like, who else? Yeah. I think you they know? just bought a place out in New Orleans too. Oh yeah? Yeah, J and B. Write that down, y'all. <laughs> Pull up. Yeah, I know. I'm just, just joking. Right. Yeah, just joking around. <laughs> right. I, know her sister, I know her sister lived, used to live there. Yeah, yeah, Solange used to live there. Yep, yep, mm -hmm. yep. No, it's a good, it's a good story, and I feel like it's something that, um, you know, it's so many different places that I see people smoke. Even in like, because you know, like some some basketball in New York is real big, like in the street, like street ball stuff like that, and um, they starting to they starting to have hookah <laughs> on the court. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. five seats and eight. So this is way more convenient because it's like, yeah, like they literally have the hook, those big hookah machines, like <laughs> wow, on the court, yeah. like people smoking hookah. Imagine somebody like, come to get the ball. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, nah, New York, wow. Like even like this is way more convenient than having that big hookah. Yeah, that's dope. You ever thought about having ambassadors? Uh, I didn't, but. I mean, I'm open to it. Like I'm saying, like everything just happened so fast, bro. The black smoke girls. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. We do. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying we never do it. We made a list, like you know, we thought about it, but we never did it. And people be writing all the asking, how can I become an ambassador? Can I get on the ambassador list? It's like, yeah, I'm like add them to the list. And we got this long list that we just never did nothing with. Yeah. But I'm going to get 2023. I'm coming for you, boy. Twenty twenty three. So, so before we wrap, what's some of your what's some of your plans like for the for next year? Like, what do you, what are you looking forward to in the next year or two? What I'm looking forward to because it have become this whole social media thing that people always talk about how they love going to hookah spots, right? And they go to hookah spots and they they willing to pay for the hookahs there. They don't mind paying for it, but they literally want to put the black smoke shishas. They want to smoke the black mm -hmm. smoke shisha only. They were like, I even pay your price for your shisha, but can't you put the black smoke in it? So it was this funny uh, thing I was tagged in on 
uh, Instagram, this hookah spot in North Carolina, it was so popular where people were bringing black smoke to it. They literally had a sign by the door say no black smoke products allowed. So they be literally saying, black, you got to give us some black smoke hookah spots. We don't want to go to them hookah spots, all that nicotine, all that tobacco. So I just want to say I'm never not working. I hear you, King and Queens. Well, that's what I was saying. That's, that's fire. That's the, <laughs> I feel like if you get those, because yeah, there's so many hookah spots that's in, out there and if they can have a healthy alternative that still tastes good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would I would go there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 my big goal and big plan for 2023. I'm very excited. About yeah. That, that distribution gonna be crazy, man. I'm sure that the people listening here, are like, all right, we we got to get this in our spot. So if you're a restaurant Thank owner you. or clown or club owner, you should be early. You should yeah. be reaching out are, right now. Are restaurant owners reaching out oh, to you? Everyone you could probably think of, man. It's crazy. Even the strip clubs. Strip clubs? <laughs> yes, everybody reaching out, man. Support black businesses. <laughs> <laughs> strip club, yeah. We do, we do, we support them. Yeah, man. Well, it's been a pleasure, my brother. Black. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Um, How can the people follow you on social media, website, all of that stuff? Yeah, you can follow me at Black Tatted and Black Smoke. So the thing that people be having a problem with at Black Tad and Black Smoke is because they spell black with a B-L-A-C-K. There's no C. It's B-L-A-K-K Tadded and B-L-A-K-K Smoke. And also the website is blacksmoke.com. And so Black Tatted is your personal page. Personal. Black Smoke is your business, is page. business page. Correct. Got it. Yeah. Highly recommended. Highly respected. Thank you. Appreciate you yeah, yeah. that we've actually tried the product live. <laughs> and um, it didn't disappoint. No, man. it didn't. It didn't. We're gonna have to get a bundle over here. Yeah, I need the bundle pack. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I told you that's the most popular flavor, the bundle. <laughs> you see that? I ain't lying. That's, that's really good. <laughs> what's, what's the most popular flavor? All, it's called all of them. Every all one of them. Of them. <laughs> that's what the most popular. All three of them. All three of them. That is a fact. <laughs> Troy, housekeeping items. Yo, shout out to everybody on EYL University. Shout out to everybody on Patreon.com. And shout out to all the earners that are worldwide i say worldwide because it's just that man we got love from a lot of places throughout the world so shout out to you and shout out to black man like this is a really good pair. I'm, I'm gonna go upstairs with this and uh this will probably be done tonight so i'm gonna try some new flavors man thank so you congrats. appreciate we, you we we're we gonna help support this man and we got some business to do we black still- smoke is the movement baby black smoke is the vibe one puff on our way out please that's puffing on eyl on baby. Our way out. the biggest <laughs> <laughs> talking little wing go ahead <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. Such an honor. That was my slow mo. (laughs) Did y'all get that on video? (laughs) Y'all love it, love y'all. We out. Peace. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. (laughs) A mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.